Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees got their man. Uh, Carlos Rondon will be joining the New York Yankees and the starting rotation at the tune of uh, $162 million for six years. Uh, good pickup from the Yankees, and you kind of felt this was happening just because all the rumors out there. And, again, the Yankees kind of needed to do uh, more moves than just bring back Judge and, and Rizzo. So, again, positive step for the New York Yankees. Other things they could tinker with, but nevertheless, you know, a good uh, stocking stuff for this holiday season. So we'll break down that whole little deal. But before we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to this right now. Make sure you like or subscribe and get notified when new content comes up. I'm sure there's going to be some additional uh, free agent signings, probably some trades coming along. So uh, you want to get caught up with all that and then some some commentary and feedback on that because my opinions are so great. Uh, so nevertheless, Carlos Rendon uh, joins the New York Yankees. Um, Pretty good deal. I mean, you know, relatively, I mean, uh, for him, six years, uh, you know, $162 million. Now he's going to be 30 years old. So he just turned 30 uh, about a week ago. So, so he's, you know, he's kind of on the right side of 35. And that's when, you, you know, that's when most of his contract kicks in. So if on the Yankee end there, yeah, you're probably paying a little too much. But again, in terms of years and trying to get someone on the better side of 35, this is a good deal for New York Yankees in that regard. Uh, by the time he's 36, then the deal will be done. And at that point, you know, it's not that he's like an old, you know, 42-year-old washed-up pitcher or anything like that. Even at 36, you know, he should be able to be an effective pitcher. Again, he's not someone who's uh, kind of like looks to blow the ball by you or anything like that. So, you know, he's kind of more of a, you know, he's got some velocity, but he's more on the crafty side. So, uh, you know, for a left-handed pitcher and stuff like that, I think it's a good deal for the Yankees. Again, he's making $27 million per year. On the outside, you say, is he a $27 million per year type pitcher? Probably not. But again... Uh, this is with going rates on this with these ridiculous contracts being thrown around there. In that regard, then it is relatively uh, reasonable. I mean, it's not, he's not like making Garrett Cole or Verlander or Max Scherzer type money there. So he's kind of one uh, notch below that. But nevertheless, a uh, good deal for the Yankees. And again, for Rondon himself, eight years. So he's been around the majors a little bit. So, you know, you'd say yeah, definitely a veteran at this point. Uh, came up with the White Sox for a couple of years. Um, only kind of rough years injury wise he had was back in 2019 and 2020. Uh, and in 2019, only appeared in seven games. And then, of course, 2020, of course, with the whole COVID short season as well, only appeared in four games there. And was, again, battling some injuries coming back there. So a little concerned about that, but not really because then right after uh, 2021 with the White Sox uh, was an all-star as well as last uh, last season with the San Francisco Giants, also an all-star. all-star. So, yeah, even though he was injured uh, about three or four years ago, Seems like he's bounced back from that and is going to have put back to back all star seasons. So, kind of, I think the injury and stuff is more in the rear view mirror a little bit. So, I'm not too concerned with that with the Yankees. And, um, looks like he should fit in smoothly there for his career 56 and uh, 46. So, 10 games over 500 and a career ERA of 3.60. So, again, not like, uh, you know, you're not looking at a, a lights out type of pitcher there, but it's kind of a durable guy you could throw in there. Should be good. Works perfect with the Yankees there. So now instead of Nesta Cortez only being the only lefty, now you have Rondon there up, up top. Uh, again, they lengthens out the starting rotation there, creates now some competition for that final fifth spot there. Again, probably, probably you know, Frankie Montas, unless they find a way to move him. Probably is, the, you know, at least the lead dog there. But you also get Herman floating around and plus someone like Clark Schmidt. But I think they'd rather have Clark Schmidt more in the bullpen. kind of a long relief guy, maybe a spot, you know, closer if they need to in a, in a, in a big jam. If like Clay Holmes is kind of, you know, throwing like two games in a row like that, who just want to give him a day off. So I think they look Schmidt more in, in the bullpen there. Uh, but probably Montos and Herman will probably compete for that fifth spot with Montos probably, you know, winning that out just because, uh, the trade, you know, what they had, the assets they had to give up to get him in here, and he's probably has more of a track record at least than Herman does a little bit, but not that much. 
Uh, but nevertheless, so that's the deal with the Yankees there. And this is a move they need to make. You know, it, as I said at the top, it couldn't just be about bringing back Judge and bringing back Rizzo. That's great. If you're going to spend a boatload of money on Judge and you're going for it this year and the foreseeable future, you still have to double down. So again, you almost, by bringing back Judge, you almost had to make this move because you had to improve the team even further than it was. So, you know, it's, it's, as crazy as it sounds, if you're going to spend... Uh, you know, $400 million, you still got to spend more just to justify spending almost $400 million on Judge there. So um, so that's that with this rotation. I think it's great. As for the, you know, the lineup, still things things you have to be uh, you, the tinker. Um, you know, if you watch the most recent YouTube episode, which just went up the other day, again, go on YouTube. Um, you know, you'll see an, uh, a thumbnail of me holding some jingle bells. You click that one. That's the latest episode. There's still work, need to, work to be, uh, need to be done on the actual lineup itself. Still not really a fluid lineup. Um, you know, it's still it's very top heavy there. And again, you're still not sure what the verdict is going to be on DJ LeMayu. Um, and, you know, so usually, you know, we saw how it was during the playoffs, you know, whether they bat Judge leading off or batting him second or third. But it's really seemed to be very top heavy with like Judge, Stanton, and Rizzo. And then after that, you're like, yeah. And the rest of the lineup's kind of, yeah. And there's not really much there and much not fluidity. So, um, the Yankees still got to you know make some moves in the field there. So whether that's making the trade for um, uh, Branson Reynolds again from the Pirates, or possibly signing Benintendi, which I'm not too hot on, but still got to do more with this lineup just to lengthen it out. And I think they should have more of a traditional lineup where you get someone who could lead off in front of Judge, get some table setters. So when Judge does a hit home run, it puts a couple on board versus him just hitting a solo home run leading off. You know, you want to save those home runs for you know when you have a couple guys on the bags there, and then just kind of lengthens it out maybe. Um, have someone like Stanton batting fifth. So it just kind of lengthens the whole lineup there and makes it tougher on the opposing pitcher uh, just from a psychological standpoint. So still work to be done with the Yankees. We still don't know what's gonna, what the situation is with DJ LeMayu. You'd like to have him back. That's a contact-type hitter that should be hitting in front of Judge. Uh, so if you have a situation where maybe you bring, in, you bring Ben Attendee back, you have Ben Attendee, LeMayu, 1-2. I mean, those are contact-hitting guys. Those are guys that should be hitting over 300. You know, those guys, you know, they foul off a lot of pitches, they work pitches, and then, you know, they wear the pitcher out. And then if they could get on or one of them gets on, uh, Judge kind of is right ready there to hit like a two-run home run. That's how you put some, you know, points on the board there and kind of wear out the opposing pitches. So uh, so that's that. We'll see what goes on. So more to go. But kind of mentioned this very weeks ago. I figured, again, they would have Judge wrapped up by uh, December 25th. Well, that's the case. And it seems like Rodon as well. They just wanted, as soon as they got Judge off the board, they kind of expedited that. Just to get these guys off the board quick, kind of know where they stand by, you know, by the holiday season and just so they could kind of make arrangements where they want to live and all of that stuff, get family life, get everything lined up, kind of handle that stuff uh, in January. And then, you know, pitches and catches ready to go by early February. So quick episode there. So Carlos Rondon, a New York Yankee, chunk of money, but a good, a good signing for the Yankees, a wise signing, getting the guy at a good age, 30 years old and only a six year deal. So you're not like committed with them for the next decade. So good deal for the Yankees, good deal for Rondon. And we'll see where they go moving forward. So over and out.